Hi, and welcome again to the Yes and I Am podcast, the podcast where we learn about people. I'm Aaron Max, and today's guest, I, uh, I, I can't believe she's made time in her schedule to come and visit today. I mean, she's on tour right now. She's just finishing up a stint at Madison Square Garden. We're recording this uh, June uh, 31st. Uh, she she has her last concert there on August 3rd, and uh, it's sold out, and it's just insane. And I can't believe she's here with us today. I'm talking about Barbara Streisand. How's it going, Barbara? Oh, hello, gorgeous. Oh, thank you. you you're too sweet. Um, oh, no, it's a pleasure to be here. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Um, well, so uh, how often are you back in New York City? Because, oh. I mean, this is like a, it's a home for you, like this is where you were born. Oh, that's right. I, grew, I was born in Brooklyn. Every time I come home, I, I'm always reminded of the people of New York, the sights of New York, the smells of New York, particularly the smells. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Uh, has it changed at all? Or? Oh, it smells uh, very fragrant. Oh, yeah? Yes. Uh, so I, I imagine you spend most of your time in L.A. these days, though. Um, I mean, the, the, the weather over there feels like it's a little less intense, a little the, less... The weather epic. is better for my voice um, it be because of it, it is a dry heat as opposed to this humidity, although every room I have five humidifiers in my house, it, which is the side house to my large mansion, where I actually own, have an alpaca farm. Uh, you have an alpaca yeah, farm? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, can I ask why? Why? There's lots of money in alpaca. Oh, really? Oh, yes, it's a very lucrative business. You can uh, make sweaters, you can make hats, you can make uh, even mittens for you, and they're very cute. Have you ever looked on Instagram? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I've seen. They're they're very fluffy. Yes, they are, and they have those long necks and those cute little faces. No, I, I get confused with alpacas and llamas. Oh, alpacas are very smaller. They're much smaller than llamas. Llamas are much bigger, and of course, like, but but they're they're sort of akin to a llama, but. They're much cuter, can, can and 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 uh, they're not really used as beasts of burden like the llama. Wait, was beasts of burden? You know, when you go to South America, as we do all the time, and like you know, you go to Machu Picchu, you know, a, a serpa will put uh, its wares on the llama, and it goes up the mountain with you. Whereas in the case, an alpaca is much smaller and can't they're handle not as the strong. load. No, but uh, do, do people wear llama fur? I've heard of wearing alpaca fur. I don't want to talk about that. Wait, well, oh, okay. I don't want the, the, the alpaca industry, uh, like many things. You said they're, they're quite lucrative. So. It's quite, uh, alpaca, yes. Llama, I don't go there. Okay. okay. Um, so uh, for our listeners out there, because we have an array of listeners, uh, of young and old, um, I'm going to go over a little bit about who you are. I mean, uh, of course, they oh. should already know who they, you of are. Of course, I they mean, should know who I am. I mean, you've won eight Grammys, nominated 43 times, mm-hmm. have two Academy Awards. You, you have an EGOT. It's, it's just insane, uh, the amount of achievements you've accomplished in your life. Um I, I guess, uh, I know you do so many of these. I'm sorry, Barbara, but I guess w- what I'd ask is, like, what do you think is your greatest achievement? My greatest achievement is being a woman in the world in which I am alive. At this time, on this day, being present. Being present is my greatest achievement. Wherever I go, wherever I am, there I am. You know... Oh, 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 wow. You're, you're about to bless us with some uh, of your vocal talent. 
I'm, uh, that's exciting. I know you inspired me. Oh, th- thank you. Um, I, I ask this because uh, you've been working on a memoir mm-hmm. for what seems like mm-hmm. five years. It's been it's one lot. of the most anticipated mm-hmm. memoirs of all time because, I mean, you've accomplished so much in your life. It was actually supposed to come out in 2017, but like the publisher said, as of 2018, they hadn't even received a rough draft yet. I have been uh, taking my time because, quite frankly, there's so much more to add to my story. I'm not done. I mean, that story will be done the day I'm dead. But then who's going to finish it? Like, it's a memoir. It's supposed to be written by oh, no. you. You know, I am a tough cookie. You know, when I was a little girl growing up in Brooklyn, it was told to me by a woman on the street known as the old woman. And she said to me, Barbara, when you die, you will not be dead. You will live on forever. And so when I die, I intend to pick up that ghost pen and write that, you know, we all say that there are ghost writers, as it were. Yes, that would of be me. Yes. I don't have to hire someone else. I could be my own ghost writer. Wait, so, so like literally writing as a ghost? Yeah, why not? Um, I, I don't know. I don't know how much I believe in the supernatural oh. and like, uh, I don't know. I mean, so some people I say w- that there's like musical artists still making music today, even though they're dead. Like Tupac Shakur has always been a thing. Uh, <clears throat> He's not dead. Uh, I mean, and oh, then... no, Tupac, Tupac is... He's, he's doing very well. Oh, 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 oh He really? has his own alpaca farm. I'll take your word yep, for it. he does. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and then there's artists like Prince, who's, like, recorded, oh. like, just volts of, mu- vaults of music and uh, j- just has yet to release them. And so long after Prince's death, uh, we're going to be getting new Prince music, which is crazy. That's um, very that's wonderful. He was such a talented musician. But I feel like, I don't know. I mean, h- how are you going to tell your story after you're dead uh, other than like this memoir? Well, after I'm dead, you know, there's going to be the... There are funds being raised right now for the erection of my statue. Oh, wh- where will that be? That's going to be in uh, Milwaukee. In Milwaukee? That's where, yeah, there happens to be... uh, Milwaukee, uh, Wisconsin. That's right. There happens to be a little-known Barbara Streisand fan appreciation site. And I did go there once on my way. I had to stop there. The the, the, the flight had to start land there because of a terrible snowstorm. So I was there. And then I was just, I was taken in by all these wonderful fans who I had no idea lived there. Uh, I mean, I, I, I guess my question is, uh, why Milwaukee? Why do you have such a big fandom there? I don't think it's like a big. I mean, let, let, let's the just, world is a mysterious. Let, place. Let's just talk about it. like you're you're very famous for being Jewish. You're a very f- famous yeah. Jewish icon. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yes. Milwaukee, not known for a big Jewish population. You know, we are everywhere. We are the chosen people, and we choose to live all over the world. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, I mean, I just uh, like for some reason in my mind. I picture Milwaukee as a very kind of like waspy, you know, like middle America. Waspy. Oh, God. That's a, you learn a little things every day, honey. Oh, oh I mean, I guess I am. Um, <laughs> maybe I need to take a trip out to Milwaukee. Oh, please do. And when you're there, look up Gloria. Gloria? Yeah, she's the one who's raised the funds for this statue. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, do you feel kind of slighted that it isn't in like a place that you, you like call Hollywood home or, or you know, New like York. Brooklyn? Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, at first, I mean, I could go down that road to be negative, but then I just think it's just glorious to actually have someone appreciate you and your talents. And I, I want to stay in the positive, you know? We I'm, live in such dark times right now. I want to stay in the positive. Yeah, of course. I mean, that, yeah. that is, that is incredibly mm-hmm. true and it's good to have positive. Uh, 
Do you know who's commissioned to make the statue? Um, because I know there's been a lot of celebrity statues out there that have not been come out the oh, greatest. like Lucille Ball? Yeah. Well, they, they had to hire that guy. That's the only one they could afford. But uh, are, you, are you afraid it might turn out I'm like a, that? You know, he's been he's been uh, doing some prototypes that they have shown me, uh, you know, through pictures. And he, he's been using butter. So uh, as a sort of a model before he goes into the. How very stuff. Wisconsin. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And um, so far, I've given him my notes. You know, it's, it's, it's they've gone back and forth. Like what what decade of Barbara the, the statue should be. But right now, it's kind of in between, like, hello, Dolly, and nuts. Oh, wait. So, so it's a so, long decade. Yeah, then that's yeah. not quite sure. Like, my, you know, when I had that little afro, it's not quite to the task. But I mean, that, that is a, a wide range of uh, looks that you have had. Um, mm-hmm. what, what was your favorite look you, you rocked? Oh, I, I love how I look now. I, I do. Is, I yes. do have to say, you look great. Because you know what? I'm still alive. I'm still here. I mean, for 77, you look like mm-hmm. you're like 45. Thank you. What, what, are you off- offended by that? Uh, a woman is never offended by her, her age or what someone perceives her age to be. I mean, that, that's fair. And yeah. I'm sorry if I, I um, oh, overstepped no. over there. 45 was a great year. Oh, yeah? What, what were you doing around 45? That's when I met my first alpaca. Oh, okay. His name was Binky. Oh. He was a beautiful alpaca, lovely coat. Made $300 off of a sweater. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I did not know that you were so interested. So much money. Afterwards, I could give you some pamphlets. Uh, on alpacas? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, it seems like it is uh, a, a, a career for the wealthy. I mean, why do you think I do not make as many movies or record as much as I used to? You just got to get one alpaca, and then you, that alpaca begets more alpacas, and then you tell your friends, and they all get alpacas. Yeah, and I think the like, last movie I remember you in was like in the Meet the Parents series, the last one. Oh, the which Meet the Fockers. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. no, the last one was like Little Fockers. Oh, I forgot I made that. Yeah. Oh, um, I, I don't remember you being any in anything since then. Um I mean, I, I can quickly look it up because I, yet again, I, I apologize. I, you have such a large, like. Sometimes I forget. I wake up every morning and I say, what movie am I making today? And, and then my husband's always like, no, get back in bed. Let's talk a little bit about your ho- husband. Your, oh, your husband's uh, famous director, uh, James Brolin. That's right. Father of Josh Brolin. That's right. And um, what, what has it been like? Does he support the whole uh, alpaca farm? And uh, Yeah, you know, he. Uh, he always uh, he often jokes that we have a, a third and fourth and fifth member of our relationship, which is my alpacas. But you know the, he he treats them like his own. In fact, sometimes better. Quite frankly, the oh, love yeah. he sh- the love he shows those alpacas. Y- your over last the years. film was uh, a fi- little film you did in uh, 2012, which is around when Little Fockers came out. Little Fockers came out 2011. Uh, 2012, you were in a uh, ch- uh, movie with Seth Rogen actually called oh. Guilt Trip. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you, the two of you did a road trip That's together. That's right, we did do a road trip with Seth Rogen. And you played his mom. That's right. I was his mother, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah but, and, you know, I was telling him about the alpacas, too. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Do you think Seth Rogen's getting into the alpaca game? He's, I think the llama people got him first. Oh, okay. Yeah, Hollywood is very 
schism right now. Very schism very between schism. llama and alpaca. Yeah, yeah. Wow. See, the, these are the, the little secrets of, of Hollywood that I, I know we're all dying to hear about. We're all dying to hear about in this memoir of yours. Oh, yeah. well, you know, they're going to have to pry it from my cold, dead hands. I've got so many secrets and so many men that I have been with, you don't even want to know. I, I mean, you've you, dated quite a number mm-hmm. of famous ones. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I mean, you've only been married twice, though, so, like... You know, I mean, I just, I, that is a special sick reunion, you know. Um, it, like, is, is there anyone that would have surprised us that we don't know? Because there, there's, yet again, you, you've dated so many famous oh, people. Oh, I had a passionate love affair with the Count of Monte Cristo. The Count of Monte Cristo? Yes. Like, like, the, like the book? You could say so, but uh, when, right after... Uh, Funny Girl you, premiered, and I after I won the Academy Award for that, then the, I was flown all over the world for premieres. And one night in Monte Carlo, um, you know. So it was the Count of Monte Cristo or the Count of Monte Carlo? It was. I get so choked up talking about it. It was the Count of Monte Cristo, but it wasn't Monte Carlo. And we, we gambled, and uh, he was racing the next day in the Grand Prix, and his car fell off of a cliff. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sounds very tragic. Yeah, but it was tragedy. You know, love is tragic. Is that in your book, that love is tragic? Yes. Um, yes that's but you've been chapter. married for over 20 years oh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you have to move on. The heart cannot stand uh, loneliness forever. You Do know? you have any love advice for our listeners out there? Uh, love advice for the listeners. Um, you know what? Do you. Make sure to do you. Don't get all caught up. Thank God when I was young and starting out in this industry, I just kept focused on the business and the industry and getting there. I think I see so many people getting caught up with who their boyfriend is, what's going on. Just be true to you and everything else will fall into place. You manifest your own reality. Wow. Uh, those are, that's very sage advice. Thank you. Well, I'm 77 years old after all. I mean, yeah. Uh, you, yet again, you don't look a day old for 45. 45. Yeah, you look great. Mm. Thank you. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I guess uh, before we move on to our next segment, uh, I just want to say, do you have any like lasting advice for like artists that are just starting in the field and like, cause you've achieved like every award there is to have. Uh, what advice would you have for those artists that like, you know, can't seem to catch a break? Uh, invest your money wisely. And, uh, Make sure that there is at least one person you have dirt on who can then repay you that favor in putting them on a Broadway show when you're 18 years old. Okay. That's my advice. Sounds like uh, very useful advice. Mm -hmm. Um, So we've reached the part of the show where we like to do some speed rounds. Basically, we play a couple games on this show. The first game we like to play here is Fuck, Mary Kill. Basically, I'm going to list three names, and you tell me which category each name goes into. Okay. The first name, Cher. Fuck. Second name, Joan Rivers. Third name, Meryl Streep. Uh, I would fuck Cher. Um, Joan Rivers. I would marry Joan Rivers. And I would kill Melrose Streep. Okay. That woman took so many jobs from me, I don't even oh, want to Oh, really? Go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was supposed to be Sophie's Choice. Really? Oh, yeah. It was supposed to be a musical, you know. But instead... That, that sounds like a very it depressing It was supposed musical. to be. That is... A, and, and then they sidelined that, and then they gave it to Meryl Streep, who made that movie. And then what did I get in return? I got Yentl. 
which is a very wonderful you, picture. You wrote Yentl. I wrote. I decided I'll write my own picture. Yeah, uh, like you're actually uncredited in the film, but you 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 were the writer mm-hmm. of Yentl. That's right. Yeah, I mean, uh, so wait, was Yentl inspired by Sophie's Choice? It was as, but Sophie's Choice as a musical. Okay. Specifically as a musical. Wow. Little girl, little boy. I don't know. Oh, boy. Exciting. All right. So the next game we like to play here is a little bit of word association. Basically, I'm going to say a word and you tell me the first thing that comes to mind. First word, legacy. Oh, uh, Egypt. Stories. Oh, Broadway. Journey. Oh, alcohol. Music. Me. Tale. Uh, Fievel. Biography. Mm. Uh, David McCullough. Silver screen. Mm. Me. Showbiz. Me. Memoir. Me. All right. Well, that's about all we have time for today. I want to thank Barbara from stopping by. Barbara, is there anything you want to say to our listeners before you head out? Um, if you go to my website, barbaralpaca.com, you can find out all the information on how to get into the business of alpaca farming. All right. Well, thank you again for stopping by. And thank you all for listening. And we will see you all next time. for listening to the Yes and I Am podcast. This podcast has been completely improvised, so instead of having the actual Barbara Streisand with us here today has been my buddy, Adrian Sexton. How's it going? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing <laughs> swell. Uh, so, Barbara Streisand. Yeah, Barb. I mean, who doesn't love Barbara Streisand? I don't know. I mean, I feel like as generations go on, she, and as she does less stuff. I know. The kids don't know. Like, Gen Z hasn't had a Barbara Streisand movie, really. That's true. Like, yeah. I guess, like, the, all they know is, like, the from the meet the parents movie. How sad. No, but she's got such a, like, a, a such a... She hasn't done great, a movie in seven years. She doesn't need to. She's Barbara Streisand. But, I mean, Hello, Dolly, Funny Girl, uh, The Prince of Tides. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, the Mirror Has Two Faces. Uh, uh, I, I, a lot of these movies I've never seen, to be honest. <laughs> I, I feel I feel like... They're I, women's I, pictures. I, I feel like I don't do my job. Like, oh, no. Uh, I'm not doing my job as an actor, like, not watching these films. But, like, I don't know. A lot of her movies came out in, like, the 60s, 70s, 80s. True. And, like, they were all before I was born. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> well, say me too. I mean, you know, but, uh, you know, TMC is a great resource <laughs> for Barbara Streisand films. Yeah. yeah. No, she... she uh, what's your favorite Barbara Streisand film? Um, I love Funny Girl. Like, I remember watching that as a kid, and, you know, she portrays Franny Bryce, and, like, she's funny, and she'd be, you know, obviously funny girl, and, like, becoming, like, doing the Ziegfeld shows and all that stuff, and being a kid and watching that going, that's what I want to do. Like, I want to do that, you know. Did you know that she tied for Best Actress that year? She did, yeah. With it, uh, Catherine, Catherine Hepburn. Catherine Hepburn, yeah. right. Only time there's a tie That's in right. the Best Actress category. Like, fuck you, Barbara. It's my turn now. Oh, oh. boy. Is that, is that your Catherine Hepburn? That's my play? Catherine Hepburn. Later, Catherine Hepburn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, it stinks because there's a lot of, like, old Hollywood celebrities that I can't do. Because I, I, I made a rule for myself with this show early that like i don't do like dead interviews of dead people yeah, that would be weird yeah, yeah. it's like <laughs> back from the grave here's elvis presley <laughs> no I, I, like I, I yeah i i will like i mean so 
I got to get going on these older ones before they conk <laughs> out. Exactly. I, I didn't get to do Joan Rivers in time. Oh, she was incredible. Yeah. No, and it's like, oh, didn't do Stan Lee. He's dead now. Oh, yeah, Stan Lee. Yeah, they're all run. They're the time. The clock is ticking. You got to get on that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't. I think Barbara's got at least like you know I mean, ten more years. You know, one would hope. Knock on wood. You know. Yeah, but like you know, I don't know what kind of drugs she was into when she was younger. Ha! I mean, it was the sixties. It's probably whatever they were handing out. No, like she, she was like huge in the seventies. So there's a lot of cocaine that's, involved. Yeah, that's true. A yeah. lot of those outfits and that hair. It was definitely yeah. Like, you know. Um, I, I, I saw a Star Is Born. I know what's up. Oh yeah. 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 yeah I, I, was, I was tempted to ask Barbara about how, what she thought of the most recent incarnation of A Star is Born. But, like, I've done, like, two episodes already on A Star is Born oh! on my <laughs> podcast. I did a Sam Elliott episode, and I did a Bradley Cooper episode. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Sam Elliott episode was a lot of fun, oh, actually. Oh, God. Because that's a fun impression to yeah, do. Yeah, that's funny. Um, what would Barbara think? I think, no, she gave her blessing yeah. to the movie, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's been some controversial Barbara quotes recently, too. Um, Barbara controversy? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, like, uh, around the whole Michael Jackson situation. Oh, right. Yeah, she's one of those people who is, like, supports him, right? Like, yeah, but then it? she, like, apologized in March. Yeah. And, but it was, like... They walk it back. Ooh. It's, like, it's, there's this the definite generational divide of, like, older people who are, like, me, too, that's baloney. Oh, these <laughs> kids, you know, and it's, like, shut up, Grandma. Just shut, shut up. Like, yeah. Like, this is... Because, oh, like, she's a very, like, progressive person. Right. Like... These famously. kids are lying. No, they're like, shut up. Just yeah. Shut another up. thing I wanted to talk to Barbara about that I didn't get a chance to is how active she is on Twitter. Oh. Like, <laughs> she posts a lot. Oh, <laughs> like at least like once a day. Oh, she doesn't need to make movies. She's just on Twitter all the time. Yeah, it's yeah. just like very political. Like ads are reposting stuff. I'm like, oh, I don't know. There's a there's a certain point where like. When the older generator, older generation gets like political, I get a little upset because I'm like, but you're not going to see the end of the next president. Yeah, that's true. It's like, but not only that, it's just like, where were you all this time to allow this to happen? Like just exactly. generationally, it's just like baby boomers. Why you allowed this to happen? Yeah, no, it's, it's upsetting. Yeah. Um, but it's also, it's just like. You know, it's just they, they they shouldn't be the ones making the decisions. Oh no. Like, but I mean there are there are a few oh, I'm gonna get political. There are a few good, you know, older folks out there who care. Yeah, you but know. it's like, is Bernie Sanders gonna live to the end of his He will live presidency. forever, god damn it. Um <laughs> I don't know. I mean, but that's why Yeah, no, it, know, it, it, like politics are upsetting that way. I know. Uh, I know. Uh, it, it, it gets dark and that's why we avoid them on this yes. show. Uh, so, did you ever do a Barbara Streisand impression before? Um, I think I've sung along to, you know, like, Rain on My Parade and, like, trying <laughs> exactly, to... Exactly, yeah. You know, yeah. Like well, before we started recording, I was like, uh, to Adrian, I was like, yeah, you probably have an impression of this person in your back pocket. <laughs> just to, like... Because it's, like, one of those just... It's, like, how everyone does an Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, it's just, like... And, like, in interviews that I've seen, she's always just very... She's very subdued, you know? Like, she's not... But she, she right. still has that, like, Brooklyn yeah, accent. Yeah, she still got it. She never she never lost that. But, like, because she is so weird about her voice and this, and, you know, she's yeah. very, you know. She's very de- delicate. Yeah. I, I, I wonder, like, 
what her routine is to like oh, stay stay in the shape that she is, you know, vocally or no, like, just like in, just general, in general, like, like oh, I'm sure she's got like around the clock uh, people. Yeah. Pushing her and pulling her and oh, 77. Yeah. I'm tired and I'm not even 30 yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah. Yeah, it would be nice to be rich. Yeah, it's like you know, I mean, I'm sure she's like has like a hair person and a skincare person. Yeah. yeah. It's like having being able to have access to just having a facial would just do wonders for everyone where it's like, you look so refreshed. Yeah, yeah. it's because I, I sat in a chair right. for an hour and, and someone just, just someone like just cleansed like, me. Right. I want to be cleansed. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, no, I wonder if she did actually have dirt on someone. Is that how she actually got her start? I don't know. Because I, 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 like I, I was know. reading into it because like. Her Wikipedia page is like a freaking memoir. <laughs> like, it, I, like I, I picked this and I was just like, all right, let's take my notes. And I was just like, just scrolling, scrolling. Scro- yeah. She has done so much. I know. And like for so long. And she was really young, right? When she like got her first break. And yeah. Yeah. She was like 18. Yeah. And I, it's when she like came on stage, she was like, oh, hello. Ba, 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 ba. And, like, yeah. and they were like, who is this woman? Mm-hmm. Like. That doesn't happen. Because, like, like uh, Funny Girl was kind of, like, autobiographical, right? Well, I mean, it's it's really about Fanny Bryce, who oh, okay. preceded her. Yes. But in, in the same way, it does actually, like, she was the best person to play it because she had a similar sort of rise yeah. as well. Um, Did you hear about, like, them rebooting Funny Girl with Lady Gaga? Oh, Jesus Christ. What they, <laughs> what this, is, this is a real thing. Oh, God. That would be, like... Lady Gaga could, I don't, got, like, she's got a wonderful voice, and yes, she can act, but it's like, don't leave things alone. Yeah. Like. I mean, this, this is the age of reboots we're in, though. I know. It's like, when will it end? Yeah, no, it only takes 20 years to reboot something. It's apparently. I know. Yeah, I'm yeah. just like, wait a minute. We all remember The Lion King. Why is yep. it being rebooted? Yeah, and it's it's the the reboot. Not good. Uh, That's what I heard. We, we yeah. recently did a John Favreau episode on the show. <laughs> And uh, it, it, it's just funny, like, having someone, like, play that and, like, ha- having someone try to defend it. And, and, like, not only defend it, but say it's better. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> it's a fun episode. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so, Adrian, you are an uh, actor, improviser, comedian here in the city. What do you have going on these days? Oh, well, um, I am... I just wrapped up, I did a, a month run of a solo show I wrote about the Beatles called Adrian Sexton's Beatlemania. Um, and I, that just wrapped up, but I want to do it again. So it's like, I'm in that like weird in between phase of like, what can I do? More? What was that show about? It was about, um, I've been a Beatle fan since I was about eight years old. And it's just this sort of journey into my fandom, um, which takes a very weird, like trippy you know, uh, drug-induced turn in which then I, it's more of like a character piece where I play each Beatle and then there's storytelling in between and videos and music and it's a great time. Cool. Yeah. And I Do you pro- do Beatle impressions? I do, yeah. Which one was that? That was, that was, <laughs> that was like a George John right there. <laughs> that John would be more like this, really. Yeah, no, yeah. 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 George is a bit more nasal. Ringo is just kind of... <laughs> and Paul McCartney, you know. Yeah, no, Paul like, McCartney, I think, is the most identifiable. Well, yeah, well, these days, you know, because he's... He's just, alive. He's <laughs> alive. Oh, 
Um, That's another episode. I got to get down. I know. Yeah, you got to do that quick. I, I got to do Paul McCartney Paul and soon. Ringo. Yeah, you got to get them on. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Um, but I, I'm with uh, Wednesdays at the People's Improv Theater. I perform with the community players. Yes. I know. And um, let's see. And, that's, and then I, I, I do... That's about it right now. Like as far as like things I am doing. Back to the um, Beatles. Did you, did you yeah. see the movie yesterday? I did. What did you think? You know, it was very cute. And if it gets anyone into the Beatles, I, I think it will do its job. But it's just the same beat over. Yeah. And okay. Over so I have had no, no chance to talk to someone about this. I saw it. I enjoyed it. I mean, it's very cute. I, okay. Spoilers for yesterday. Yeah. I mean, just 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 pre. Okay. What kind of wackadoodle world were they living in? Where, like, <laughs> the Beatles not existing, for me, was not the craziest thing that happened. Like, there's no cigarettes in I know, this world. that's what's... Uh, and then it's just, like, there's no cigarettes. There's no, no Harry Potter. There's no Harry Potter. There's no Coca-Cola. And it's just, like... Okay. I mean, I don't think it's like the Beatles inspired these things not to exist. I was just wondering when it was going to tie up and to find out that he was just really dead. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, but of course he's... Yeah, like the world goes on as this. It, this yeah. weird world. I, I thought it was going to be like a fever dream situation yeah. where, like on his deathbed, where he lived in a world <laughs> where all of his favorite things didn't, didn't exist. exist anymore. Yeah. But it's just like the whole thing of like, I wrote, like, did you write that song? No. So this is almost too coincidental that they were all his like favorite things. Right. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's true. He's like, yeah, because Oasis didn't exist. Yeah, Oasis didn't exist. I mean, but at first you're like, oh, Oasis doesn't exist because the Beatles don't exist. But then it's like cigarettes. It's like, but wait, cigarettes existed before the Beatles. Coca-Cola existed before the Beatles. Like, wait, so is this a universe where other things It don't only makes exist? sense if he died during that bus accident, and this is like a fever dream on his death. On his death, yeah, yeah. That, that's the, like a Jacob's Ladder scenario is the <laughs> only way that this oh my works. <laughs> and I've not been able to talk to someone about this, yeah. and it has been bothering yeah, me. Yeah, no, that makes, yeah, just like... <laughs> it was a fun, delightful movie, yeah. but there, it did not wrap that up in the end of the movie, no. and I was just like... Is he okay with this living in this weird? I guess because he gets the girl, and that's what's important. Yeah, but everyone not, like no, everyone's gonna look up the Beatles and still like not find a, a person. They're gonna look up John Lennon. They're gonna find that old dude on the fishery. Which, by the way, this was this was my biggest takeaway. Is like they, you know, I think I think how they handled that was really great. I um, cried when yeah, I saw like, John Lennon. Yeah, spoiler alert: John Lennon's not dead because yeah. why would he be killed? Because the they're Beatles not famous. Yeah. yeah, so he's he lives and he lives in a little cottage by the sea, which I think was wonderful because it's you know. It's like he comes from a line of sailors and all that stuff. <laughs> and then they're like wandering around on the beach and then like a dog runs past them. So like to implicate that, like John has a dog. John was a cat person. He didn't. Oh, yeah, John Lennon had cats. Paul McCartney <laughs> is a dog person. According to what I know. From no, I, I love I love deep cuts of Beatles information. <laughs> but like that to me, I'm just like, this is bullshit where it's like. Can I say that word? Yeah, sure. Oh, okay. yeah, I that's mean, we have a game called Fuck, Mary Kill on oh, the yeah, show. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, this is bullshit. So, I mean, which is a very, like, irrelevant, unnecessary, not a plot point at all, but, like, me being a crazy John Lennon person. I'm like, wait a minute. So, yeah, uh, yesterday, uh, go see go it. Go see it? Uh. Yeah, I mean, it's cute. It's charming. All right. No, no Barbara Streisand. But yeah, so Adrian, if people want to find out more about what you have going on, your dates, your details, where can they find that? Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Adrian Princess of Pudding. Very um, yes. 
Cool. That my father used to call me. All that. one and world. All oh. one. All one. All word. one word and one world. Yeah, yes. it's a variation of Shira, Princess of Power. By the way, um, on Twitter at Adrian Sexton, and on on the on the the Book of Face Facebook, Adrian Sexton. You can find me. All right. Well, very cool. Thank you, Adrian, for coming by today. If you want to follow us on Instagram, we're at Yes And I Am. Go follow us there. I'll post a picture of me and Adrian there, and you can go follow her that way. Also, if you want to check out my sketch team at the People's Improv Theater, we're Main Squeeze. We have a show every month, and uh, you can go check me out on Instagram where I'll post stuff. I'm at Aaron Weininger, uh, and go find me there. Thank you again, everyone, for listening, and we will see you all next time. <laughs>